0: Welcome to the Brew Crew Review Podcast, the show by fans, for fans of your Milwaukee Brewers. All right, Brewer fans, uh, with us today is Scott and Vince. This is the Brewer Review Podcast um, number 48. Uh, we're going to give you guys an NLDS preview Brewers vs. Rockies. Um, Five-game NLDS series coming up, um, so we'll just quickly mention that the Cubs uh, were also by the Rockies in a wild card game a uh, day after the Brewers uh, took the division from them. So uh, the Cubs will be enjoying their off season while the Brewers will be playing through deep into October. Uh, just Vince, awesome. going to be chiming in here in just a little bit. Um, yep, I'm here. Just... Oh, awesome! Hey, hey, Vince. Hey, guys. Sorry, I'm late. Hey. Uh, I had a late had a late meeting tonight and. Uh yeah so here here i am problem we just we just did the intro so we're good to go um so uh i guess to start us off brewers versus rockies um i don't think you guys want to get your overall thoughts on uh i guess what you think the keys of this series will be and who has advantages i guess you know i think that you start off by saying that the brewers have the slight advantage just because we played them um better in the regular season so uh you know, the Brewers played them tough, both series. Uh, we had one home, one away series, I believe, against the Rockies. And, and Scott, you can have Leticia look up your, uh, the, the exact stats. But I know the Brewers played them pretty head up, heads up, um, over the course of the year. So I, I think that, um, you know, just that track record plus the fact that the Brewers are, are going to be pretty well rested, uh, coming into the series and giving, you know, the guys in the bullpen a few days to recover. And the Rockies have have not only had to play, um, you know, a wild card game against the Cubs last night, which did go extra innings, but also remember that they played, uh, a game to win the NL West against the Dodgers, a one game, um, playoff essentially, uh, game 163, just like the Brewers had to do against the Cubs in the Central and, and lost that game to the Dodgers. So uh, they've had a lot of travel. They've played a lot of baseball. Um, you know, they had an off date today, obviously, before the series starts tomorrow as we're taping this on, on Wednesday, but, um, I think that that bodes well for the Brewers. The Brewers were able to get back to Milwaukee um, several days ago. They've had, you know, time to get their their pitchers rested, and I, I really think that gives the Brewers a bit of an advantage, um, especially in a best-of-five series. I think if, a, if it was best-of-seven, it might be a little bit different story, and um, who knows. But I think the Brewers' offense matches up just as good against the Rockies as any other team, and I, I think that that rest will help our pitchers be um, a little bit better off in this series against the Rockies in the best-of-five.
1: Yeah it should definitely be interesting. I I guess the only the only thing I mean other than like you said having a playing game and then having it go 13 innings on top of it uh the only uh solace that they might have is that they won't have any jet lag cuz they only had to travel 90 minutes to get up here from Chicago. So uh they didn't you know have to fly cross country or anything like that. So travel-wise it actually worked out pretty well for them. But yeah, I uh, I definitely agree. I mean it, for them anyway uh, they beat us in, in fielding by far. They're just a better fielding team. Uh, they're a better hitting team. They're not as good of a pitching team as us. So, I mean, I, I think it really comes down to, uh, we know that our offense can go quiet from time to time. And like you said, with, uh, with them going through as many arms as they did, uh, we're going to have to definitely get some runs on these guys.
0: I, I don't I don't mean to just be a Brewer's uh, homer or Brewer's fan here, but I do think that their offense has to be taken a bit with a grain of salt, playing that many games, 81 games at Coors Field uh, with that altitude. I think their offensive stats are, you know, they're very impressive, and they do have a great offense, no question about it. I think that Nolan Arenado is one of the best players in baseball, but that being said, um, you know, take it take it for what it's worth. They, they played a lot of games in Coors. Now, obviously, we'll play in Coors for at least one game of this series, but that being said, um, you know, I still think that the Brewers' offense can match up with with anybody, including the Rockies. Yeah, you guys make some good points. Um, as far as the Rockies' offense goes, I'll say this. Uh, obviously, Nolan no Aranda, like Vince pointed out, is probably a top five player in the NL, and is, he'll probably finish for sure in the MVP voting. And even with inflated numbers, of course, he left it. You know, he did lead the league in home runs, um, and he's consistently hitting over 300, uh, for most of his career. Um, I think, I guess I'll just say, I think that their offense and their, is a little bit top heavy. Uh, obviously, uh, they also have Charlie Blackman, who's their leadoff hitter typically, and he's an all-star level player. And then they had Trevor Story, their shortstop with a breakout year, and he could be considered on that same all-star level now. Uh, and then a younger player like Alfield David Dahl. Um is also had a really nice little breakout year himself, including a stretch of, I think, uh, seven games of home, I think it was six or seven in a row with a home run in September, which really helped them propel them into the playoffs. Um but, uh, overall, it, the bottom it, of their lamp is not that great. Um they're, um, I mean, obviously their second baseman, D.A. Matthews, is pretty good. Um but overall, yeah. I think our lineup is from top to bottom is, superior to them and we have better depth as we pointed out a lot of our podcasts yep. so when we do get into our bullpen sw- switches and all that stuff i think our depth on offense is superior to theirs and I, I think overall i would actually say we have a better offense than them um so I'll, I'll, I'll give us a slight edge in the offensive part of it uh pitching like vince pointed out um the starting pitching i mean i don't think uh, their their pitcher Kyle of freeland they did pitch in the wildcard game most likely will only get one start during this series um this five game series if it goes that far uh you know i hope i only get one start the rest of their pitchers are probably on par with our other pitchers besides Justine where they're you know a, a both of like search types number three type starters decent guys that had good years behind a good team but overall there's nothing to really get you know too scared about with their other pitchers i, I think Obviously, um, Jonathan Gray, I think we've had some success against and especially, um, at Miller Park, I believe. And, um, you know, I, I think that, uh, you know, Chairman Mar- Marquez, I think that we've hit him very well too. So overall, I think that, uh, that I'd almost say that we are, uh, starting pitching is almost a wash. Um, and then you go over to, like Vince went out, the bullpen. I do believe their bullpen is stronger than the Cubs bullpen and that showed in the wild card game, but it's not as strong as ours. Ours is just like one of the best bullpens built in quite a long time in baseball period. Uh, uh, and as good as the, um, Rockies are, I think that they can, even their closer Wade Davis, I know we've had some success against two. I remember, um, Orlando Garcia, I think that was the beginning, uh, toward the early part of this year. I think it was the beginning of May, uh, where he had a walk off, uh, against Wade Davis. Um, and yeah. so, yeah, yeah, I really think that, uh, overall we have a better team and I would predict uh, that that we're going to do very well in this series, even though again, uh, I'm very confident the game's in the park. When we get into Colorado, it's one of those things where, you know, how, how, you know, It'll uh, really test our bullpen, how good we're going to be in that, altitude or whatnot. But um, overall, I guess another topic we can talk about uh, before we get any type of quick serious predictions is, uh, it's, uh, you know, what's council's plan for starters? I know he did announce that Justine will pitch game two, game one, and not been announcement. until about five minutes before this podcast. Uh, we're well, well, well under, you know, 20 hours of game time for game one uh, as we hate this. And, Scott, what's the latest that your intern just pulled up there? That What's the plan for game one starter?
1: Um, all he really said is it's going to be a bullpen game, so we will see what right. happens. Boy, yeah.
0: that is interesting, isn't it, guys? We, we did talk about that on one of our podcasts uh, maybe a week, week and a half ago, one of the um, – First games against the Cardinals, and um, I think it was on Wednesday or t- Tuesday night, Wednesday night of last week. Where it was, it was the uh, Monday, the first game against I'm sorry, the Cardinals the Monday night. Yeah, it Monday And I and think that was a, pitch, lit- a litmus test, one better, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and that's exactly what we pointed out on, the, on that podcast. And so it's really interesting. Um, obviously, the Brewers had had kind of a game plan to do this. If that's the case, that they were you know going to the to the point of, of actually <laughs> running it out there in a game, not only a game, but a game against one of our Major division rivals uh, before we had clinched anything yet. So it, it it seems like to me at least that the Brewers had had this sort of um, plan for uh, a number of weeks, probably. Um, you know, and, and maybe this is this is the, that plan coming to fruition. So yeah, that's really interesting, Scott. Tell your uh, tell your intern good work this week.
1: Um, no, they, this is literally the only thing that they did. So I'm not going to give them any kind of props whatsoever, but let's, let's kind of go over really quickly then what's the advantages and disadvantage of a quote bullpen game. Um, I mean, for one, uh, if, if you're scoring at home, uh, have fun with that because there's going to be a lot of interesting stuff. And if you're the official scorer, good luck picking out which brewer deserves the win, but when you, um, when you look at the whole thing, I mean, the biggest thing that I look at is it's going to, uh, once again, it's going to make it so that our bench is going to be so vitally important because we're going to be going to it probably in the third inning already. And so um, there's going to be a lot of double switches, and we're going to rely on that. Uh, the advantage is that you're probably never going to have the pitcher bat. And I guess the only other problem with that is, Because you're going to your bench early, you're going to leave yourself thin. If the game is tied late or goes into extra innings, uh, that could wind up being a problem. So you definitely want to, you know, as usual, play from ahead. So, yeah, that should be something very, very interesting. The only other thing I could think of is the Rockies. Um, They're not going to be able to play matchups. Like, you know how the Brewers several times this year, they'll load up, like, a left-handed lineup or load up a right-handed lineup. Uh, you can't really do that if you're the Rockies because you don't really know who's going to pitch, so you kind of just have to put your best players out there and see what happens.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a really good point, Scott. I mean, I think I tend to think that in the playoffs they would do that anyways, um, just because with every game meaning so much that, you know, you know that managers are going to have a quick hook with any pitcher that's remotely struggling. So I think that that probably would have been the game plan for the Rockies or any other team that's in the postseason at this point as well. And I think we've seen that just in the wild card uh games uh so far and, and even in the the game one sixty threes that we had in the NL Central and the NL West. So yeah, but really interesting. Um really interesting. And I think one thing that we should point out again to fans is that the the Brewers and every other team have got to go back down to a twenty five man roster for um for the postseason. So uh as we mentioned on our previous podcast that Roster can change from series to series or in the event of an injury. But, uh, you know, once you've got your 25 guys, it's no longer like September baseball when you've got, you know, 38 guys in the Brewer's case were sitting available in the clubhouse um, or the dugout ready to go.
1: Right. And that's what we had yeah. last time we did the bullpen game. And, you know, obviously we're not going to have that kind of luxury. So if you start going really, your you're going to leave your, your bench real, real thin, you know, if, if that game winds up going, you know, to extra innings or something like that.
0: Yeah, so we may see, we may see Josh Hader get an at bat or, um, you know, some, some other guy that, that council wants to throw two or three innings that uh, this spot comes up in the lineup. So that'll be kind of interesting as well. And I guess it all depends on, you know, what, what the, the situation is in the game. I don't think it's easy to predict necessarily exactly what's going to happen, obviously, but it is, it is interesting to note that we're working with less doing the same plan that we did, you know, eight days ago in St. Louis. Yeah, now the interesting thing about going into that game in St. Louis, first I want to make a couple points. First point, that game was nine days ago, um, in St. Louis. We were still teetering on even getting a postseason spot at that point and that we had already earmarked that as one of our most important, uh, uh, series of September and possibly the whole year for the Brewers. And so I think going into that game one, we knew if we took at least one game, uh, out of free game set in St. Louis that the birds were being good shape to make the playoffs and council knew that too. And I think that that's why he did that experimental bullpen game. Cause I think you really want to set the tone and make sure to get a win on that very first game. It didn't work out. Um, and the, the trickery really was is that Jennings, uh, uh, you know, started that game to get Matt Carpenter out and then he did go with Peralta for a couple of innings. Of course, that was like a mystery of the Cardinals to that second pitcher who pitched a few innings kind of as an opener or whatever it would be. And that was really Freddie Peralta. So I think that was what kind of worked out in our favor. Uh, no, I do want to point out the Brewers have not lost since Council tried that. That was nine days ago. We have, we have, right, won right. Eight games right. in a row. we games. we have won eight games in a row. Um, and not only that, uh, I, I was going to throw this out there to you guys. If like the brewers sweep the Rockies and win the first game of the NLCS do we get free George Webb burgers in
1: Milwaukee.
0: <laughs> Scott, you should be all over that. You know? Uh, hey, your intern can can contact corporate for George Webb and find out that answer for us for our next podcast. Does I George Webb have a does George Webbs have a corporate? I mean that's kinda of interesting question in and of itself. I wouldn't yeah. think they'd have to.
1: I just wish that we still had the studio in West house because I could just walk across the street and ask the nice lady who's tending the register <laughs> and I'm sure she would know. That's,
0: the oh, that, well um, that's the same lady that that's the same lady that allowed uh, vicar to order uh, ice cream with his pancakes I believe as he tried oh, right. uh, tried American food in his first time in the united states from uh from the kingdom of Jordan um, found out that his his greatest uh Greatest find in America was pancakes and ice cream, I believe was its favorite thing about the country. So yeah. it's, it's, it's great.
1: Basically a crepe. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> all right,
0: well, we dig- digress. So back, back to the point. Um, so I, I think that was wildly successful. Um, I don't know that it was a catalyst star a game winning streak that really propelled us to uh all-central championship, but uh, it definitely is something that I think in this series, again, Council, I think wants to kind of set the tone. If you can win that first game, uh, of a series, it really kind of sets the tone for the series and especially in a short five game series, it could be huge. So I think that that's going to be a strategy. However, I do believe there's going to be a quote unquote pseudo opener, even if we start with a matchup for the first couple of batters, uh, mm-hmm. and possibly use a couple relievers. Really, I think there will be someone within that first five innings. They'll pitch at least three innings. And I don't know if you guys want to take a stab at that guess. It could be for Peralt again. It most likely it could be and probably will be Wade Miley. It could also be Chase Anderson if he's on the roster. Who knows? But I do believe someone will pitch at least three innings, especially with the fact that we're not going to have as deep of a bench like we did in September. So that's a great point. Uh, but I think overall, even at that beginning of the game, so their leadoff hitter is Black, uh, Blackman, who's a right hand hitter. Their other mm-hmm. middle of the order hitters are, um, let's see, Arenado and Story, they're both right-handers as well. So what that leads me to believe, um oh, I'm sorry, I actually, I think is Blackman left-handed uh, or switch-hittery? I think he might be. Well, regardless, I think that I'm going to predict that council is going to use a right-hander to get through um the first time through the order of Arenado and Story, and then go to someone mm-hmm. like Miley most likely. And And what that'll do is if, Again, not only is winning this first game really important, but I think getting out to an early lead is really good, especially with a home crowd behind you, to really, you know, um, propel us, you know, to a victory. Because if you get behind, it's like taking the wind out of your sails in playoff games. I really noticed this. Um, and looking at the Cubs fan phases after we took that uh, 3-1 lead in the eighth inning and having to face Josh Hader for two innings, their fans, you can see it in their faces. They're like, this is over. And it was. So, I mean, I think it's really important. I think, so it's kind of like setting the tone at the beginning of the game at the beginning of the series. And that's why I think he's trying this again. I don't know if they'll be able to line up and do this at the beginning of each series going forward or anything, but it is what it is. So, um,
1: yeah,
0: it'll be interesting. It's a, it's a, it's a really good point. Did you get any, um, information from our anonymous inside source, uh, Tom Carter, who works in the Milwaukee Brewers ticket office, Craig, about, um, any sort of the pitching, pitching matchups, uh, you know, beyond the the. He thinks that, yeah, I just call him – well, I just call him T I don't know you guys aren't supposed to be calling him anything else, but he does think Wade Miley will pitch in the game tomorrow. But, he does. Uh, okay. game one. So, I don't know if that's – you know, we'll see. I don't know if that's – you've got inside information or if that's pure speculation, but that's that's a thought. So, regardless of the bullpen game announcement, that's his take on it. Craig, if um, Wade Miley earns a postseason victory, will you commit on air on this podcast to write him a personal letter of apology? Thousand words. If if <laughs> if, if, <laughs> so if Wade Miley actually picks up a win in a post game uh, scenario for the Milwaukee Brewers, will you write him a letter apologizing for doubting him that we can all put on our Twitter feed? If Wade Miley wins the game is, of the World Series this year. As a multi I will write him a, a letter of apology on our Twitter. Absolutely. Okay, no, it has to be a personal letter with a stamp sent to him, but I mean we'll put it on our Twitter, like we'll take pictures it. Yeah, it'll of be a personal it'll be a handwritten letter if you win. Handwritten, World Series and, game at yeah, for. can't can't be typed. but okay, so only a World Series game, not a postseason game. Is that what you're committing to? Yeah. It's a World Series game. So I'll be okay. more than happy to oblige, So anyway, okay. um kind of keep this short. I don't know if you guys have any other points, but I kind of just want to throw out a prediction on how you think the series will all go and how many games it will go before we wrap it up for for this podcast. Scott, do you want to maybe start off with that?
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, sure. Why not? I'll say uh, Brewers in 4 pretty excited. I think we'll get out to an early lead, and I think we'll be able to take that.
0: Yeah, Scott, you stole my thunder. I'm going to say Brewers, uh, three games three games to one. Um, I think we're really hot right now. I think the team is going to continue to stay hot. I think we're really hungry for some postseason success. And, um, I mean, all, all the cards are right there. So let's do it. Three games to one, Brewers.
1: By the way, I just want to throw in really, really quick, I cannot attribute who actually said it. It was someone on our Twitter feed that was very funny. Uh, for the wild card game last night, they tweeted um, their prediction Rockies in one. So, <laughs> awesome. um, I'm gonna go Brewers in five.
0: Um, I think it'll be a great series, um, but uh, in, in, and I, I think you guys are pretty spot on. The Brewers could definitely win it in, in four games or less, but um, I'll just go with five um, and then I'll look forward to the next round, which will be the National League Championship Series. and here against the Dodgers of Braves, so I'll be following that uh, series closely as well as we move forward. So it's October Great. and the Brewers are playing baseball. So what what a season it's been, and we're gonna enjoy the ride as we go on. So That's I know, right. hey guys, the listeners out there in West Dallas, I've been hanging on every podcast, but we appreciate you tuning in all year long. And uh, guys, yeah, guys we're, we're, I've got a, guys, I've got a really quick story though, Craig, so quick, before you quick sign off, I've got um, yeah. So I got I got home tonight um, after we were texting about doing our podcast and you know I had a pretty long work day today and in, in real life work not our podcast work um, and uh, got back and I checked the mail and uh, I had written uh, about a week and a half ago to a brewer's uh, postseason hero of our of the Brew Crew Reviews just as a on a whim and um, it was Mr. Mike Cameron and I wrote him a letter and I just said hey and uh we really appreciate all you did for the brewers and and, uh, that party at martini mike's i just hadn't sent you a thank you in the last 10 years so sorry about that but just wanted to say thanks and um he sent me back uh a note with an autograph card so just so you guys are aware um it was pretty cool to find in the mailbox tonight that's awesome (laughs) yeah true story (laughs) Got got it sitting uh got it sitting out inside right now in my living room. So yeah, nice autograph card from Mike Cameron. And I, I really did thank him for Martini Mikes and put that in the notes. I wrote him and said, you know what? The Brewers going to the postseason. I, I was just as a big fan, thought I would take it upon myself to, you know, bring good vibes to the team and uh, wanted to, wanted to say hello and thank you again for, for a great party in 2008. And sorry on the belated thanks, but we really appreciate it. And it was a great memory and, I don't know um, if sure. I, I, I'm sure I'm enough. So, that's so awesome that you did that, Vince. I hope that you, uh, on my behalf, put in the letter and thank Cameron for picking up the tab on. Uh, I did those thirteen. I did those thirteen shots I took at Marcin's oh. Mike, and I think you I didn't up the tab on that. I didn't mention that specifically, but I did tell him thank you for picking up the tab because it was something along the lines of eleven eleven thousand dollars, and he just put down his credit card. So yes, I did thank him for that.
1: So a slight, awesome. slight backstory for our wonderful fans who actually want to know, like back, way back in, in 08 when we <laughs> were uh, we all got drunk, I believe I bought a case of champagne and everyone drank it and stuffed yep. it everywhere and we, uh, yep. we were then told that there was a party for, uh, for brewers employees at Martini Mike's and we, Make sure to bring our ids so we showed up <laughs> in champagne and hair crusted over from champagne and uh we got we got within 50 feet of the door the doorman was like sorry guys private event and we pulled out our ids we're like i guess we're supposed to be here and they're like oh i'm sorry right this way and we thought that you know we had no idea that there were actually going to be players and coaches there and um <laughs> we do have a video with some photos on it uh on our yeah. youtube channel which is kind of cool but um, it was absolutely amazing, <laughs> and about, I'd say, 20 minutes after we got there, Mike Cameron gave a great, great speech, and uh, it was very, very yeah. touching, and uh, he, he was legitimately uh, emotional about it, and it was just great, passionate speech, and then he ended it with Everything's I Mean Tonight, and uh, the bar absolutely flooded, and we
0: erupted till
1: our, till our uh, liver's content.
0: Yeah. And, uh, Robin Yount was there, Mark Adonacio, uh, Dale Swain. I mean, it was like a full crew of Brewers legends. Uh, at one point in the night I got bounced like a basketball on the dance floor by CC C. Sabathia. And he, he bounced me so hard. I kind of did a little spin and I'm six one and, uh, he towered over me and he, uh, pushed me a little bit. And I, I ran into Prince Fielder who was dancing right, right by that. So it was, uh, it was a pretty special night for, for Brewers fans. And, and Mike Cameron was uh certainly a big part of that. And, I think that, uh, Mr. Chad Collins, our host, is he on tonight? No, I guess not. He, uh, could not make he, it he ran in. No, he could not make it tonight. He ran into, um, was it Bill Hall in the bathroom or Manny Parra? He, anyways, there's some great stories coming out of that evening, but, um, thought you guys might appreciate that. And then the other quick, uh, tidbit on, on this week is that, uh, we'd like to, to send a shout out if he's listening to, um, another member of that team, Mr. Uh, Tim Dillard, who, um, he exchanged some messages with us on Twitter and, Uh, thanked us for his for our support and uh, i decided to write him this week as well and he he did write back so um tim is uh uh, i think a a fan of our show he had he's appeared on the show several times and it was great to hear back from him uh directly so anyways props to props to mike cameron and tim dillard tonight yes and uh we really look forward we've enjoyed all those years that tim dillard has somehow still hung on and been part of the Brewers organization and I almost think that he'll have some type of a role with the organization after his playing career is over, um, in other parts of, the, of uh, of, you know, the, the broadcast booth, possibly where he's already dabbled a little bit, possibly social media stuff. Who knows? Um, but what a great man, uh, Tim Dillard is. And we've really enjoyed his, uh, Meyer League for major league career. So up to this point, he's uh, awesome. So. Absolutely, and that and that just is a another quick reminder too. To, to if you're listening to this, make sure you give us a follow on Twitter. Um, we are Brew Crew Review One on Twitter. You'll find us, um, Craig. Just for your edification, we are um, Scott and I monitor the social media page, uh, looking over the work that our interns do, and we're. What are we at now, Scotty, uh, 330-something or so followers? We've, we've picked up quite a few followers here again this past week, so we're slowly but surely growing our, our Twitter and social media accounts, so make sure to give us a follow, and uh, feel free to send us your questions. We will try to get to them. Um, we do get quite a few, but we've got postseason baseball to discuss first, but we'd love to hear from you. Uh, make sure you send us an email at Podcasts with an S at gmail.com.
1: And definitely and check out the uh, YouTube channel, too. Craig actually uh, put in a lot of work to make a pretty awesome hype video for the Burr season. This That's year. right. Pretty awesome, too. Had some uh, really That's great right. footage in there. So uh, definitely worth it. And you did, too, out.
0: Scott. Yeah, and you did, too, Scott. You, you made one as well. So, yeah, lots of, lots of fun stuff. We're trying to put it out there and just have fun with our fans. And, you know, as Tim Dillard said to me, the whole point of all of this is, to have fun, and uh, baseball is supposed to be a fun game. It kind of goes back to what our old boss, the Brewers John Barnes, used to say: that you're working at a baseball stadium, have some fun uh, mentality. And I, I think that that's really important. And this Brewers team kind of encapsulates that. So we're trying to do the same thing in our podcast um, here with you guys. So love to love to hear back from our fans. Awesome. Well, I feel like this is going to be a long, enjoyable ride through the uh, postseason this year. So. Hopefully, as long as the Brewers cooperate, we'll be coming back to you with our next podcast. It'll be a NL National League Championship Series preview, and the next podcast after that, a World Series preview. And then the next one after that will be um, a Brewers Championship Parade preview. So um, let's let's (laughs) keep it going, Brewer fans. And everyone in West Dallas, you stay classy like you have been and uh, continue keeping on. And let's go, Brewers. Go, Brewers, guys. Stay classy, Wisconsin. Go, Brewers.